You're listening to the Wicked Case Podcast featuring Cool Kyle and the Rev Kev. What is going on, Wicked Nation? It's the Rev Kev coming at you with, of course, my buddy as always, Cool Kyle. Cool Kyle. We're here recording on a Wednesday, uh, April the 12th. So obviously when you hear this, it'll be a little bit old, but um, we unfortunately haven't really been able to record the last few weeks. Kyle's been a little under the weather and some circumstances have come up that have prevented us, but we're back. We're here. We're trying to... We're a little behind when it comes to like you know talking about WrestleMania and talking about the Stanley Cup playoffs coming up, and we have other stories to talk about. And we'll, we got a little mixed bag for you to this for this week, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we got a little bit of everything to talk a about. A little bit of everything. I will say that next week's episode, unless something ridiculous happens, which I don't think it will, next next week's episode will be one hundred percent devoted to the Stanley Cup playoffs. As far as what my predictions are, um, you know, who's in, who who I would like to win, which I think everybody knows who I want to win. And <laughs> for once in my life, they actually have a legitimate chance. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I said, you know, a lot of the series have already been, you know, predetermined. Not all of them. And in Boston's case, Boston's has not been predetermined just yet. Um there's only one team. There's only one uh, potential team that can sneak in. I don't think Buffalo can sneak in now. Well, maybe. Let me see. Um, I guess Buffalo technically still has a bit of a chance right now. So, <clears throat> so Florida's in right now with 92 points. The Islanders have a game left. They have 91 points. Pittsburgh, at the time of this recording, has one game left at 90 points, and then Buffalo's got two games left where they have 87. So I don't know. I think an Islanders loss with potentially a Penguins loss, could have the Sabres jump up over those two teams, and then the Sabres would get the Bruins in the first round. So, Yeah, that's still that's still tough, though. you got to win out, basically, your, your last two games. and Well, they have the advantage of having... I mean, they everything else is ahead of them. So, um, like, the Islanders play tonight. So if the Islanders lose against Montreal tonight, then the Sabres know, okay, well, that's one less team we have to potentially worry about. Um but of course, the Sabres have to play back-to-back games too. They have to play uh, Ottawa on Thursday, and they'd have to play Columbus on Friday. So yeah, and Pittsburgh's last game would be against Columbus. So I mean, it's it's there for Pittsburgh to take. Whether or not they do is up to them. But um, everybody else is in. Uh, Boston obviously is in. Toronto, Toronto, and Tampa is already locked in as a matchup. Toronto will have home ice advantage against Tampa. Um, Carolina and New Jersey each have a game left. Um, and I mean, that's, that, that's still to be decided about who's going to get the one seed in the Metro Mm. and the Rangers are pretty much just locked into third place. So they'll play either New Jersey or Carolina. Okay. Uh, and then, like I said, Florida's already in, and then there's maybe two or three other teams fighting for that last spot. Uh, on the West side. Uh, Colorado, Dallas, Minnesota have all clinched spots. Vegas, Edmonton, LA have already clinched spots, and Seattle and Winnipeg have clinched their spots. So they all. So now it's just a matter of where everybody pieces in. Mm. Um, 
looks like Vegas, which I'm honestly surprised because I think in the regular in the preseason rankings or preseason when we started, I don't think I had Vegas in. I don't think I believed in their goaltending. I'm pretty sure if I go back and listen to that episode, that's what I said. Yeah, but I was wrong. <laughs> but that's okay. Hey, you know, with Bruce Cassidy, I mean, you know, at the helm. I no, mean, I mean Vegas. Vegas is a good team, and Vegas's problem last year was all their star players had injuries. But I mean, a team like Vegas, where you've got your, you know, Jack Eichel and Mark Stone, Alex Petrangelo's there. Um, I mean, uh, Logan Thompson's done well this year. Mm. So I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of other players: Jonathan Marcheseau, William Carlson. They've got a solid team. They do have a legit chance, and I feel like obviously both conferences are wide open when it comes to the playoffs and stuff because anything can happen. It's you know, it's not the best team wins, and obviously, you know, we've seen that before. Yeah. That's the reason why there's not too many Stanley Cup champions that are also President's Trophy winners. Yeah. Which yeah. is, you know, as great as Boston's run has been. Um, That's the scary part. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'll say this, though. I'm going to go on record and say this, and people may not believe me. Is it a cup or bust season? Of course it is. Everybody knew that when the season started. This was the last dance. This was the last run. You know, Bergeron's kids were on the bench for the last home game against uh, the Washington Capitals. Could potentially mean that Bergeron's leaving regardless if he gets a cup or not. Yeah. I mean, even if you don't get a cup, you just set a league record that's been in the history books since the 70s when the, you know, 76, 77 or whatever they said, the uh, Canadians who had, by the way, nine, nine Hall of Famers. Yeah, I heard about that. On that team. (laughs) <laughs> and maybe they did it in less games and whatever, but you know, Boston's doing video game numbers right here. Like this, this shouldn't be a thing. Like this team should not have won sixty four so far out of a potential eighty one games. Like that's stupid, ridiculous. Yeah, like they're on a crazy roll right now. Yeah, a winning percentage of eight twenty one and a ridiculous uh, plus minus differential of one hundred and twenty seven. <laughs> that's. Compared to the second place team, which is the Devils, who's at plus sixty four. Oh my god, it's like, like almost double. Right, exactly. I mean, you could combine, you could probably combine the two, and you, yeah, if you have New Jersey and Edmonton, who are at plus sixty four and plus sixty two, does that even that that that's, that's still one off? Because <laughs> that'd be what that'd be one hundred and twenty six, right? Yeah, yeah, six and four, six and six. Yeah, so that's yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. That's so insane. Boston's got a better plus minus than the next two teams who have the next two best plus minus. <laughs> That's insane. Good Lord. That's insane. Not to mention, like I said, at the time of recording, 64, 12, and 5, 133 points, set the records for most wins in a season, set the record for most points in a season, had everything clinched a couple weeks ago. I will tell you this watching the last game against the Habs, probably not going to see a lot of big names in there. You might, I mean, maybe one or two. Maybe they let Pasta finish out the year. Maybe they let um, Zaka finish out the year because they've pretty much played a full season at this point. Why, you know? Yeah. But I don't expect Krejci to play. I don't expect Allmark to play. I don't even expect Sway to play. Yeah. I think they're going to call up. Um, well, Allmark up. He, he he left the game. He, he he's fine. Okay, he's fine. he's fine. They just a little strain. They no no no. They announced it on uh, Twitter yesterday that, or the other day that he was fine. Okay. I guess at this point it would have been yesterday for us, but it would have been last week for y'all. So, oh, okay. Um, 
No, he's fine. Same thing what happened with Mac a couple weeks ago. Precautionary reasons. No need to put him in the game if... Yeah, because I know. thought he got hurt. I think he just stretched out, and maybe he just kind of stretched something out, and people were giving him shit about, oh, well, if you hurt a muscle, why couldn't you come out and you know give your jersey to the fan or whatever who wanted it? Like, I'm sure the fans are not worried about it. Like, you got to meet Sway. It's not like it's, you know... Yeah, yeah. I'm sure if worse came to worse, they could probably set something up and be like, hey, I kind of didn't want to meet all Mark. And they're like, all right, well, we'll set something up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's, you know, especially with him being hurt, like, you know, even if it was a very light minor injury, yeah. you know, let him sit in the back. Don't make him, like, crawl out there to hand a jersey. Did you watch any of those? The shows they handed the jerseys? Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I love some of the players that, like, weren't playing. So, like, for instance, like, Nick Felino, like, they were like, oh, here comes yours. Like, they already, like, they already know before the fans open them up. Yeah. And it's like Nick Felino, and the person's like looking around, and Nick Felino, she's like behind him. He's like, hey, here's my jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, where the hell's your Snuck you come up from? on him. Yeah. <laughs> Ninja Felino. <laughs> I, you know, I, I've always wanted, I've seen it multiple times, and obviously it's more exciting when there's a win as opposed to a loss. Like, there's nothing worse than like, oh, yeah, you got blown out 5 2, your season's over, you're not making the playoffs, but here's a jersey for you because, you know. Yeah. Because you're a loyal fan. Hey, like I said, it's it's been a long time coming. I mean, yeah. I uh, <clears throat> thinking about it today, listening to Bruins hype videos and all that stuff, and thinking back of the history of how long I've been a fan. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, this could be this is a cup of bust season. We knew that when the season started. Yeah, I'm proud of this team, no matter what happens, because even if you don't get a cup, which obviously again will be disappointing. Your name's in the history books forever. I do not see another team winning 64-plus games in a season or getting to 133 points. I don't think it's ever going to happen. And honestly, if it does happen, that would be insane. The, I only, mean, the only way I could see it happening would be if um, the league— I don't think they're going to shrink, obviously, because of money. But if they expanded to more games, but they wouldn't do that because they're trying to get less games as it is. So Yeah. So for them, it's kind of like— you know, the, the, this record that's been set is going to be set for a while, probably. I don't think, I mean, I won't say it can never be broken, but it's it's a special kind of season, and it's it's been like that for the entire year. I mean, we're, we're going to have potentially 13 losses if we lose to Montreal. Yeah. And I mean, you know, that's that's a pretty good ratio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 60, what is it? 63 now in? 64. 64. Yeah, that's right. All right. 64 uh, to. In, in comparison, <laughs> just no, no. In comparison, the Sharks have 60 points. <laughs> the Blackhawks and the Ducks have 58 points. Oh and the Blue Jackets have 57. So this means the Bruins will have more wins than the Ducks. I'm sorry, than the, yeah, the Ducks or the Blackhawks will have points. That is insane. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I think when it was, was it during the Flyers game, Jack was saying he was like, the Flyers are still trying to get the 30 wins, and the Bruins already got to 120-something points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Flyers are finally at 30 wins, by the way. Oh, oh congratulations, Flyers 20, fans. 26 in the league. <laughs> the tank for Bedard is strong. Hey, you know what? If you can get Connor Bedard, more power to you. Yeah, yeah. But, um, no, like I said, I'm proud of this team, and... This team, you know, makes me think about, you know, um, the, uh, you know, the, the 06, 07 seasons when they came back from the lockout and they had garbage teams. Mm. So garbage that they finished in last place in the conference. 
Mm. Last place in their division, they were just not good. That was when they had Dave Lewis, who was supposed to be a pretty good coach when he uh, came from Detroit, because obviously the Red Wings' pedigree was at an all-time high. So yeah, not the case, though. And then, of course, you know, the the unfortunate run from 08 to 2010, where uh, they lose to Montreal in seven games in 08. They lost to the Hurricanes in the uh, game seven overtime in 09. And then they lose, of course, to the Flyers in the, you know, three games up, 3 0 up and 3 0 up in the uh, game seven in the first period. Mm-hmm. And they end up losing 5 4. And they lost the series. And they're one of only four teams, I think, in league history that were reverse swept. So, mm. and then, of course, coming back the next year, winning the cup, then getting eliminated in seven games in 2012 by the Capitals in overtime again. Then losing in 2013 in, you know, the brutal, what is it, 38 seconds or 21 seconds, whatever it was, the Blackhawks scored two goals. Oh, yeah. Or whatever it was. I was oh, I was pissed that I was so mad. <laughs> oh, I was so angry. And I let my frustrations out the wrong way because I like, got on Facebook and I was like, oh, you fucking pieces of shit. Like, how could you do this? And, and, and Karma Chameleon had to kind of steer me and she was like, what are you talking about pieces of shit and all this stuff? And I was like, I'm sorry, I was angry. I was frustrated. I, <laughs> well, because it went from we were up 2-1 that we looked like we were going to potentially go to a game seven to, you know, and not win. like that. Yeah, that it can be tough, you know, especially when... And it always is brutal to watch another team raise the Stanley Cup, especially when it's in your arena. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, if, if Boston somehow, you know, wins that game and they go to Game 7 in Chicago, anything could have happened. And the Bruins could have had a second Stanley Cup. Who knows? Yeah. But they didn't, and they lost, and it sucks. And then there was a couple more years they missed. And, you know, obviously last year with Game 7, they lost to uh, Carolina. And they mm. lost to, you know, they lost to Montreal. And I don't even want to get into 2019. <laughs> I'm still in therapy for that. <laughs> but... You know, like I said, it's it and it's it's something that I kind of want to construct, and I kind of want to put on my Twitter page, my personal Twitter page, and then just try to send it to as many Bruins fans as I possibly can, and just say, you know, pass this out for you know, like I said, for you know, for all you diehards that were there, for you know, you know, all the brutal playoff losses, all the Game Seven overtime defeats, the missed seasons, the bad management, all of it. This season's for us. Like this season's for all of us. Yeah, it definitely and, is. And obviously, you know, EC has his buddy that, you know, he's been pretty much, you know, saying it's been riding along with it the entire time. And what a what an unprecedented year, unprecedented year for this to happen. Like, Oh, I know. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. You know, at the beginning of the year, he's like, you know, hey, we're winning it for Marvin. We're winning it for Marvin. And I'm like, all right, cool, cool. And Christ, now you look at it and I'm like, fucking got 64 wins, got 133 points. Like, Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, who would have thought, you know? Exactly. I wouldn't have thought. I, I'm pretty sure when we did the predictions in the beginning of the year, I think I had Boston in third. Yeah. And especially after last year, I know that we kind of, everybody was like all downtrodden and we're like, ah, you no, know. No, no, like, no, 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 no. You and I were cautiously optimistic and Andrew was kind of there too. Eddie was downtrodden because he fucking gave up on the series. Never forget. <laughs> If you're not going to make me forget about the whole, oh, he gave up on Game 7 2013 against the Leafs, I'm putting you on blast, EC420. You gave up. You were like, fuck these motherfuckers, fuck these refs, I ain't watching none of this series. Fuck it, I ain't watching it. <laughs> and you, and I understand you had a lot of shit going on, and that's cool and whatever, and you got to do what you got to do, and that's fine. But don't... Wicked pisser. No, no. <laughs> this is what you get, Eddie. 
<laughs> and at the same time, I can't believe you done that. You can't. You can't do the Bruins dirty like that, man. <laughs> they're there. They're there for the camaraderie. Yeah, I mean, you got to be in for the long haul if you're right. A fan. You got to be in for the long haul, and you know, at the same time, you know, I remember texting him last year, and he's just like, "Nope, keep me out of the chat. I don't care." Blah 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 blah. It's not a big deal, and and I was like, "All right, well, if they win in the second round, like you're not fucking joining the party. Like you can't jump on the bus. The bus has left the station. You didn't buy a ticket. You're beat." <laughs> Yeah. Now look at him. Now he's all gung ho. Oh, 133 points. I'm fucking ready to go. Yeah, of course you are. <laughs> Where were you last year? When we had to suffer watching Carolina beat us. <laughs> yeah, and that's that was brutal too because they they were a good team last year. I mean, Carol- not as good as this I'll year. I'll but... Carolina was the better team last year, and the fact that we got them to seven games. I mean, I'm not surprised that we lost. I didn't expect us to win that series last year. We weren't a very good team. But when now, you know, last year, if we had gotten past Carolina, do you think it would have gone to the Stanley Cup? No. No, there's, there are other teams that were better? Oh, for sure, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I know Colorado would well, have. Well, we would have gotten stuck with the Rangers in round two. Yeah, but the Rangers aren't as weren't as dominant last year as they are this year. No, they were good last year. They made it to the, they made it to the Eastern Conference Final. They beat Carolina. Mm. Yeah, and, but I mean, is they have more star power this year. I mean, you could say the same thing about Boston. I would say this. Mm. I would say the Rangers have more notable names, but the Bruins have more, quote-unquote, stars that are actually doing something. Yeah, it's like, true. You know, like people said Patrick Kane struggled in New York for a little while, and yeah, you've got Kane and Tarasenko and your Panarins and stuff, but we'll see. We'll yeah. see. We went a little farther with the hockey talk than I thought we would, but it's cool. Yeah, it's all right. It's fine. There will be a full breakdown next week of all the series, I promise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can definitely break it down further. The Rev, the rev will do it upright. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, shout out shout out to the Bees uh, and their, you know, record-setting wins and record-setting points and DePasta getting 60 goals, the only other Bruin in history that have done was had his, eh, that has done that. Next to is, Phil Esposito, right? Espo, yeah it's, yeah. it's pasta and it's Espo, and that's it. Wow. So That's amazing. He's a great player, too. I mean, I thank God we signed him for eight more years. Oh, isn't it wonderful? I'm so <laughs> happy. Could you imagine if he hadn't been signed yet? Oh, Jesus. Uh, that would have been brutal. Yeah, I know. And for the money that we got him for, actually not that bad. No, not what, at all. What was it, like eight years at 12 mil? 11 and a half or something like that. That's a steal. I know it is. a steal. And the cap's going to go up, too, so it's going to definitely be a steal. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. But just think, if you would have signed him in the regular in the, in the um, preseason, could have gotten him at 8 for 8 by 8 and what a steal that would have been. Yeah, I mean, but we knew he was a great player. Like, we well, knew he course. wasn't going to... Of course we do. You know. Of course we do. Yeah. Best dress in the league, by the way, him and Allmark. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. So I don't want to hear no William Nylander crap. Oh, I'm, William Nylander's the best dress. No, I'm not. super excited for... The goalie hugs that are going to come during the playoffs. Oh, they're going to be great. Oh. I think they should get like a dance routine or something. Yeah. <laughs> they should like look at each other and do like the YMCA and then like do the goalie hug. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, yeah. Do something different every single time they do the hug. Or maybe like, just do the hug. Macarena. No, no. Now that I'm thinking about it, you don't want to like be like an NFL player and like fucking pull a hamstring. <laughs> do want to dance or something. Take a jump up. All you're all excited and rip your quad out. All, yeah. Pull Vince McMahon. Exactly. No. Um, all Mark and uh, Sway can do the uh, the kid and play. They'll put their pads together. They'll be hopping around on one skate. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. Just keep it, keep it simple. Keep, keep it, it simple. I love the fact too that the team isn't letting this point streak. They're like, yeah, it's cool. We have the point streak. It's whatever. But 
we we have another goal. Like the President's Trophy doesn't mean shit to us if we get to the Prince of Wales Trophy for the Eastern Conference champion. That doesn't mean shit to us. We're looking at the 35-pound silver chalice that we want to raise at the end of the year. That's all we fucking care about. That's yeah. all we've cared about since day one. Yeah. We don't give a shit about anything else. I'm sure going into the season, and like I said, people didn't expect them to be where they're at. They had, what, no Grizz, no McAvoy, no Marshan for the first, what, maybe 10 Those, or 15 games of the season? Yeah, like 10 or 15 games. And they were like, oh, the Bruins are an older team. They're going to struggle out of the gate and... Well, I'm just going to go on record and say this. Y'all can kiss my ass on that because, yeah. wow, were you wrong. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anybody that said that the Bruins weren't going to, you know, amount to anything this year, ridiculous. And, you know, at the same time, too, like, shit happens in the playoffs. Obviously, it happened to Tampa. Tampa just set the record not even, what, three or four years ago. Yeah. And they got swept in the first round by Columbus, who, by the way, at that point, had never won a playoff series. So you probably would have felt good about it. And it could mimic the same thing with Boston. I mean, you know, Buffalo could sneak in. And if they do, cool. They haven't been in the playoffs in like 10 years or 11 years, whatever it is. They have the longest drought right now. Damn. And I, w- I would not be surprised if Buffalo got into the playoffs and somehow shocked the Bruins. It would not surprise me. Yeah. And why is that? Because it's the Stanley Cup playoffs and it's like March Madness. It makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> it it's it's not like I feel like with the NBA like the formula is different because there's there's good NBA teams and there's bad NBA teams and nine times out of ten normally the good NBA teams you know the one two and three seeds usually they get to the second and third round that's not necessarily the case in the NHL I mean weird shit happens and you don't expect it and you can go back in history and look at it I mean look at um, 2003 for example you know that I'm sure you probably don't but the two representatives in the Western Conference Final for 2003 were the Minnesota Wild, which is the only time I think they've been there, and the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. And I believe they were, uh, I want to say they were like the five and seven seeds or something like that. I'll have to double check, but they they were pretty low. Like, um, I know that I think Detroit was upset by Anaheim, and I know Colorado had won the cup the year before, Four? No. Red Wings had won the cup the year before in 02. Um, but Colorado was still a good team, and they got knocked off in seven games by Minnesota, and nobody expected it. Nobody expected it to happen. Yeah. And so, uh, let's see. Worcester. This is probably going to give me basketball, isn't it? <laughs> I was right. <laughs> I was right. No. Oh, damn it. You're going to have to stall and talk about something because i gotta look this up hold on oh god what am i gonna talk about maybe the fact that i was sick you could talk a little I, bit about why you were sick i so i've been sick for like the past week and a half which sucks because i had so many things i wanted to do but needless to say i am f- starting to feel better knock on whatever bullshit plywood this is but, but it's you know i was not feeling well i was having a lot of symptoms i was in the hospital at one point but i am back i am here i'm not dead yet thank god and uh i'm thankful to be here with my boy the rev thanks for stalling you're welcome so <laughs> so the eastern conference finals in 03 was ottawa new jersey and jersey beat ottawa in seven games that was the one two matchup Anaheim swept Minnesota, and Anaheim was the seven seed, 
and Minnesota was the sixth seed. Anaheim also swept the second seed, Red Wings. So, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. And then the Devils won in seven games against the Ducks. And for those of you who do not know your hockey history, um, that's one of the very few times that I believe the losing goaltender won the Conn Smythe for best MVP or playoff MVP. That was J.S. Jaguar. Oh, okay. I did not know that. And that's also the famous uh, Paul Correa off the floor on the board that you've heard before. Which one's that one? You said you heard it last year during the, you were listening to hockey stuff. Off the floor, on the board. Did you not hear that one? Oh, no, you heard the the Messier one. Oh, the Messier, yeah. You heard yeah. the Messier one from 94. That's what it was. Yeah, that one always. He said we would win game six. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he I hear that one. just picked oh. up the hat trick. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, the off the floor on the boards are pretty pretty epic call. And unfortunately, though, Paul Correa does not have any recollection of any of that. He doesn't remember getting hit. He doesn't remember coming off the ice. He doesn't remember coming back on the ice. He doesn't remember scoring the goal. Holy shit. Yeah, he doesn't remember any of it. He can see it, but he doesn't remember it. That's nuts. Right. <laughs> so now that we've wasted almost a half hour talking about something we we're going to completely talk about next week, because, you know. Well, we're still going to have plenty to talk about next week. Oh, we will definitely will, because we'll, we will strategically break down each series the best that I possibly can in a small time frame and just give my predictions of how I think it's going to be. And when he gives his predictions, ladies and gentlemen, you have to listen, because nine times out of ten, he is usually right. Um, we'll say, we'll say, I don't know. Maybe like seven and a half out of 10. Seven and a half out of 10. I was going to say, that's a little (laughs) bit fair. I did call seventh player though. You did. You called seventh player. We, I asked the group, I said, who do you think is going to win the Bruins seventh player for going above and beyond? And you know, EC was like, oh, I think it's going to be all Mark. And I was like, I feel like that's, that's too easy. Like, and then, I mean, they have given it to like. Part of me was thinking coil, you know, but. Yeah. But the fact that Zaka came in for a hockey trade, a one for one for Howla. And he put up career highs in points, goals, and assists, and he has like sixty points. Like that's really good, yeah. Thanks, New Jersey. <laughs> I read. I've been reading stuff online that Devils fans were like, "We just don't want like Zaka on our team." And I'm like, "Okay, thanks, Jersey. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Jersey. We appreciate it. We do appreciate it. Um, actually, you know what? I want to actually know something now. Hold on a minute. I just want to see. You need me to stall again? No, 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 you're good, you're good, you're, okay. good, you're good, you're good. I just want to know, like, what the points are. Oh, okay. So, so Pavel Zaka has 81 games played. He's got 21 goals, 36 assists for 57 points. So he's got 81, 21, and 57, okay. Now, hold on. I want to know how many points uh, Howla has. <laughs> oh, boy. Because I'm sure it's not as many as, what's his, which, which, uh, whatchamacallit. Is Howla even playing? No, I think Howla's hurt. Oh, oh no, Jesus! So that's even that's a that's a double whammy. <laughs> what was he at before he got hurt, though? Oh, he's at oh he's at seventy nine games played, twelve goals, twenty seven assists for thirty nine points. Yeah. So like twenty points behind. Yeah, just twenty points. So you know, <laughs> we did we did get a steal on we, every and that is something I will say. The Bruins recently, every trade or move they've made has been a steal. Over the past year. And I want you to thank Don Sweeney for that because people shit on him all the time. Yeah. Thank you, Don Sweeney. Yeah. Thank you for signing Hampus Lindholm and getting Linus Allmark and signing Pasternak and trading for all these people that are getting Tyler Bertuzzi. Mm. This Bruins team has everything you could possibly want. You don't want to, you know, if, if Allmark's not in net, great. You still got to deal with a top 10 goaltender and sway. 
Got one of the best defensive cores in the league. I wouldn't say the best, but one of the best. Yeah. I'd say probably like high B, like a B plus, A minus defense. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, got one of the most dynamic top six, top nine, full group of forwards. You can interchange people and you can put in veterans who have playoff experience and gritty, hard-nosed, grinder kind of guys and all all the markings of a potential Stanley Cup winner. Oh, yeah. Everything. So And obviously, you know, a Stanley Cup from this point on is just the fucking cherry on top. You've got yeah. the you've got the ice cream base built. You've already put on the sprinkles. You've already got the chocolate syrup. You put the whipped cream on. Now you just gotta add the fucking cherry on top. <laughs> Maybe a little peanut butter fudge. It sounds like you're cutting a WWE promo there. Yeah, I mean, sure, why not? Yeah, that's a good transition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk. We'll talk a little wrestling here. Yeah. So, um, uh, WrestleMania happened a couple weeks ago. Um. I will say, because of my new work schedule, I may have dozed in and out of night two. <laughs> you did. Which I, find, okay. which I find ironic, because I was good for night one. I didn't miss a thing night one, and I was at my own house. I would have thought I would have been worse off at my own house. Yeah, but, it, but partly it was because of the fact that you were you had already worked Saturday. Uh, it was Friday, too? Yeah. So Friday, sat, and then you worked Saturday, and then came home. So you still had a little energy. By by day three, you're like, oh, I'm so tired. And then Saturday came into Sunday, and I was there for a full day Sunday, and then I immediately raced over. No, I went to Becca's for a bit. Yeah. And then I went to your house, so. Yeah, because I was doing something. I forget what I was doing, but. You were working. Oh, yeah. You yeah, were I was. Working. I was working. You were working till six, and I had to be to your house for 6.30, so. That's right, yes. And you know what? That could have been, too, because I had food in my belly, and I got food in my belly, and then I. <laughs> yeah, and you went all out. You brought the feast over. You didn't just get a pizza. You got pizza. You got jalapeno poppers. Um, the quesadillas. quesadillas. Yeah, you, st- you gorged yourself, and then I gorged myself. I hadn't eaten all day. I was hungry. <laughs> Leave me alone. It's all right. It's all right. Um, like I said, I th- I thought night one was a little better than night two was. Um, obviously, the unfortunate injury to Finn kind of slowed the the whole movement of the Hell in a Cell match down a bit. Yeah, and the shocking turn of events where I lost my title because I was like, "Oh yeah, sure, you can just have Roman and I'll take Cody. It's fine, winner take all." And then I kind of dozed in and out of that match, and I woke up, and then like a couple minutes later, I hear one, two, three, and I just went. Like I was half asleep and I'm like, wait, what? And you were just like, oh my God. And I like looked up and I just see Roman Reigns like getting up from the pen. And I'm like, did that motherfucker just win? And you were like, yup. And I'm like, why? You were like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm honestly shocked that that shit just happened. I mean, I thought that it was great storytelling on Cody's behalf, but they, I, I, I get why they're doing it. They're, they're pushing Roman to the point of pretty much God status. You know, they want to get him to a thousand days. They want to get him. Well, you know. as some people said too within the company, like if Cody wins, like where's his path from there? Yeah. Now you've kind of expanded it out because now Cody gets, you know, Cody hits his roadblock of, you know, Roman Reigns and he, he loses. And now he's going a different route to trying to re redo it. Yeah. And now you've Hopefully got. Hopefully they just don't push him back down to the mid card. No, no. He's. Apparently got a match coming up in the next pay-per-view with uh, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. But that's the thing. It'll start with Brock, and then it'll be freaking, oh, well, we need you to do Stardust now again, you know? No. I did see something funny, because obviously people write all these, like, mock lyrics up to his theme song. 
And it was like something like, um, I got, hold on, what was it like? Um, hold on, what was it? I'm trying to think, hold on. Oh, like something like, uh, Roman, Roman pin me, I lost the show. Or something like that. Like, Roman pin me, I'm Cody Rhodes, back to the mid-card I go. Or something <laughs> like that. And I was like, yo, that's fucked up, man. That's that's bullshit. That's rough. But I will say, they're it does gonna, happen to a lot of people. They're not going to put him mid-card, though, just because... But I mean, they did it to Drew. Yeah, but Drew is more, like, upper mid-card. Like, he's not... He's not like you know. He wasn't in yeah. the fucking like battle royal. Like that's that's what I would consider mid card. That's like lower mid card. Mm, if yeah. you're lower lower mid card to like actual mid card, would be anybody. Not maybe outside of Bobby Lashley because he was supposed to have a match but he didn't. But you know, most of the people that were in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, that's like mid card, lower mid card of people who were going for like twenty four seven championship. You're giving yeah. them something to do. Drew McIntyre was in probably was going to be regarded one of the better. WrestleMania matches, not just of the weekend, but like of all time. Yeah, that was a really good match. That triple threat match was banger after banger after banger. That was a brutal match. Yeah. And it was a good match. I did hear that Drew McIntyre isn't happy with his status in WWE or that he hasn't signed a new contract yet. Well, I mean, if he doesn't, he doesn't. I mean, yeah, I mean, I get it. You know, I. The problem with Drew was that his, his moment came during COVID. That was his problem. Yeah. I don't think that diminishes the fact that he was champion. But. No, 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 no. But I mean, you know, if you're trying to celebrate a victory, it's kind of hard when you've got, you know, an empty arena and you're trying to celebrate like your first major title against Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. And, you know, this is before they, even if you have the Thunderdome, like it's not the it's same. Not the same. It's not the same. It's not. Yeah. I mean, I know that was something that they they thought was going to help, but in the long run, you could just tell, like, it's different when you can, like, actually celebrate with the fans. Right. Like, Case in point, think about the amazing pop you heard at the Royal Rumble when Sammy finally turned on Roman. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine if that was in the Thunderdome? Yeah. How pe- much less, like, I mean, it would have been exciting, but it would have been, like, a delayed reaction. You would have had to pump in a bunch of ridiculous crowd noise, and it just, it wouldn't have felt the same. It's, it's, I feel it's more authentic right. when people are there. Right, yes. Because people get invested and you see their reactions. Right, exactly. Versus like the pumping in the crowd noise, you're like, okay, some guy's sitting in the production booth pressing a button. Yeah. You know, anybody can pump in crowd noise for, you know, to pretend what you happened, whatever happened you wanted to happen. Cue in the clapping for our show. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) More, more, more. Hey, I can get a a clapping one. No, it's okay. Oh, okay. okay. All right. That's right. Not, we we haven't deserved it just yet. Not yet, yeah. Not just yet. But we'll get our roses eventually. Eventually. <laughs> hopefully they're not oh well, I mean, hopefully they're not like, you know, like killed, but you know. Yeah. We'll see. But I haven't really had a chance to watch the couple weeks prior or post um mania. Just seen from, highlights. But from what yeah, I've seen highlights too, but from what I've seen, it doesn't seem like things are they're in a weird trajectory with WWE and UFC being together and Vince McMahon doing his best Clark Gable, uh, Gable, uh, Clark Gable impression. <laughs> Get that out of my mouth eventually. <laughs> Fucking snake tycoon over here. Yeah. Meow, meow. Snid- <laughs> Snidely Look, McMahon. Looking like the Monopoly man just running around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I don't know what the fuck he was thinking with that mustache. 
<laughs> that that whole thing you showed me with John Oliver is funny. He was like, if you don't recognize this man, it's because he's still like this for 30 years. <laughs> and now we've got ourselves as a snake, a fucking oil tycoon over yeah. here. Yeah, Salvador Dali painting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's it's a you're you're right though. It is a weird time for WWE. Um I mean, I am hopeful to see that where it's going to go and in, in what direction. I think WrestleMania next year is going to be really good, which is hopefully one that we will be going to if we can try to save up. We'll try. We'll try. We'll see. We'll try. I mean, it's going to be in Philadelphia, so Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll try. We'll see. We'll see where I have kind of other I've thought about it too and I was like you know, I do want to go to a WrestleMania in my lifetime, and this might be my best chance, but we'll see. We'll see where I'm at financially by that by next year. Yeah, just start scoring a little money away. That's what I'm going to start doing, you it's know? probably not a bad idea. I'm going to try to, every month, or every bi-weekly when I get paid, I'm going to try to squirrel a little, like maybe like 50 bucks aside to uh, to pay for... Hey, I mean, you know, it'll... You got almost a year now to build it up, so it'll it'll... So, yeah, yeah, and I don't, I don't need the best seat and I, I know kind of the general area of where I want to sit. I don't want to obviously be behind the Titan Tron or rather be in front of it, but I'm not obviously looking for, you know, I'll sit in the nosebleeds. I don't care. It's the fact that I'm there. Yeah. The only thing that sucks now is that it's a two night show. Yeah. So what night do you go on? Right. You would think probably night two would be the night to go on because that's the last night yeah yeah so i mean it depends on what the match is like, well and i mean too i mean they'll, they'll have packages for night one and night two and depending on what the packages are if they're not too bad i'll i'll i'm down for both yeah depending on what superstars we want to see i'm sure yeah but again you don't know who you're gonna see i don't i would hate to go on night one and then all the people are on night two or vice versa but they kind of let you know like a couple weeks in advance granted you, you have to get your tickets early right exactly <laughs> that's the problem yeah and not just that you gotta book a hotel you gotta book all that stuff you have to you have to have a plan so when they say wrestlemania tickets are going on sale next week you are literally ready to go and buy tickets for wrestlemania yeah yeah that is true so i mean it'll, it'll be something where i think we'll have to look at it and see what you know once we hear that the, the t- tickets are going to go on sale i think you and i should kind of like sit down and be like okay you know this is how much money we have to spend on it this is where yeah. we want to sit and if it's not if it's not foreseeable or foregoable then i guess we're watching it at the house it's not a big deal yeah yeah i mean we'll, i'm not i'm not sweating it yeah i mean I'm, i eventually would like to go to a wrestlemania like you said it is on my bucket list i almost don't want to go to this wrestlemania i mean i know it's the 40th one so they'll probably make a big fuss about it i think i'd rather wait 10 more years and go to wrestlemania 50 oh yeah yeah but i will say this probably this wrestlemania is probably going to be the one where they do roman reigns versus the rock and, and I mean, that's more for you because you're a Roman Reigns and a Rock guy. I'm not. I know, but that's mine. Not... Would have been last year when it would have been Austin <laughs> against Owens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I Plus, guess everybody I has mean, their thing. Like but... I've, I, I mean, the travel obviously to Philadelphia is easier because you can just you know take a train or you can drive and it won't take that long. Yeah, I think taking a train would be fine. But I almost want to like see where the next WrestleManias are after that, and you know, go somewhere I haven't been before, like you know go to Miami or go to New Orleans or go, I mean, they just went to California, so they won't be there probably for another couple of manias. But so you figure, let's see where they've been to Texas recently. They've been to Florida. They've been to New they Orleans. They have the next couple of ones out, don't they? I don't think they I do. I thought they did. I thought they had, they usually announce. I don't think so. 
Hmm. I will I will look at this though and I will see. Yeah, yeah. See if No, can... they they announced the ones for for 36, 37 and 38 or 37, 38 and 39. I hope they haven't done 40 or above. No. Usually I, I thought they do like 40, 41 like the I think I thought they would. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. No. Nope. Well, I guess we'll have to find out on the fly then. I mean, I guess with this purchase with the uh the Endeavor, there's going to be changes, I'm sure. WrestleMania location planned. Hold on, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Um, you just wait a second. Oh, ooh, what's that? <laughs> um, so from what this says, uh, WrestleMania's location potentially in 2027 could be in Nashville. Ooh, because they're building a new stadium down in Tennessee for the Titans. Yeah. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, hold go on. visit a certain friend of ours. Uh, yeah, potentially. <laughs> Nashville the host WrestleMania 43 of new enclosed stadium built. Uh, L.A. will host 39 in April of 2023. After that, Philadelphia hosts Mania 40 in April of 2024. The locations for WrestleMania's 41 and 42 have yet to be revealed. Okay. So I mean, you know, you're a country boy, and I heard Nashville's a hell of a party city. Not that I'm a big party guy, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind going down south, you know, hanging out. Exactly. That's the other risk you run. What if you go to April and it's fucking cold as shit in in Philadelphia and you're sitting there freezing your balls off? In a stadium? In a stadium when you're sitting in the upper deck so all the wind's hitting you. Yeah. I think I'd rather be in a warm climate or in a dome. If if that's the case, I mean, I I wouldn't mind doing that, you know? We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see who would be wrestling that we'd be super excited to see in like four or five years, you know? Well, I mean, you'd have to think what a couple years down the road you've got. Carmelo Hayes, Braun Breaker, um, maybe Andre Chase will be there. I'm I mean, sure Seth will still be wrestling. I'm sure Seth will still. Randy Orton could still be wrestling. Christ, <laughs> yeah. Ric Flair is going to come back for one more match. One more match. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Mania was Mania. It's it was all right. It was good. Like I said, Night One was better than Night Two. Yeah, I mean, there were some surprises. Like I was, I, granted, like. The whole Austin Theory Cena thing, I was surprised that Cena lost so soundly. I wasn't. Yeah. Cena doesn't have anything to prove, and that gives Austin Theory some credibility to beat a John Cena. Like, I didn't expect... The only thing I would have expected would be, like we had said, if Cena would have won, put the title on the line in an open challenge Monday night again, Raw, and then somebody else won the title. Through yeah. Him. Like, if Braun Breaker came out for a, a U.S. title challenge and Breaker won the title on his first night against, you know... That I could have seen, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I, I, I get why they did it, but in the same sense, like you're so used to seeing John Cena kick out of like every finishing move possible, and well, that's because he's 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 now acting John Cena. He's no longer Super Cena. <laughs> yeah, he's no Super Cena. He's not. Lol he's got Cena. Cena with the bald spot on the back of his head, right? But he'll still <laughs> roast your ass on the mic. Oh yeah, yeah. he will roast you on the mic. <laughs> For sure, I, I still got respect for John Cena. Like, it's not like he just laid down; like he did fight. You know, it's just I was surprised that they, that he lost. I'm not surprised that he lost. Hmm. I was surprised that Cody lost. <laughs> yeah, that one was that one was tough. So, um, what else do we have here for this week? Oh, two things because I forgot another thing, and I'm going to talk about this thing first. Okay, your boy, me, on Monday, Monday, I think Monday. 
I went and saw the Super Mario movie. Okay, I thought you were about to say that you went on a date with Emily. That would that would have been the first thing we talked about. <laughs> that would have literally been the first thing we talked about. The hell with the Stanley Cup playoffs. The hell with WrestleMania. The hell with everything else. I'd have been like, bro, 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 bro. Went on a bro. date with Emily, bro, bro, bro. No, actually, I, I I went with Lily. Oh, okay. That's my daughter for you creeps out there. Okay, relax. <laughs> she asked to go. She said, "Daddy, can we go see the dogs are going ape shit." It's WrestleMania season. Good Lord. Yeah, not after the last episode we had where the dogs came in and ripped through our freaking studio. And yeah. <laughs> Well, it's kind of like my parents' studio because it's in my parents' house. Yeah. But still. Anywho. Um, I know you said you didn't want to see it or you weren't interested in seeing it. I'm telling you, you should see it. Maybe not in theaters, but when it comes out, you got to see it. If it comes out, I'll watch it. Dude, it's going to come out, obviously, on DVD, or it'll be wherever it needs to be streamed Disney, at. Disney Plus, whatever. It was a, that wasn't a Disney movie, right? No. Who, what, what, do you know the, the makers who made it? It's the same people who made, like, uh, Minions and um, uh, Despicable Me and all those movies. Okay, all right. The, was it Illuminations or whatever, or whatever the fuck they're called? I don't know what the fuck they're are. Yeah, yeah. It's in that realm. They okay. all They're all made, yeah. I'll have to look at that then, because like I, you know, it I, it is good. You would appreciate it because there are a lot of like Easter eggs and like hidden shit that if you're a hardcore Mario fan or you've been playing Mario for a long time, like you would get the jokes. Okay. And the movie has very, you know, the movie obviously is very colorful because it's Mario. The obviously because it's a kids movie, it just keeps constantly going. There's not really a lull. A lull, like, like there's kind of a. Like, there's sometimes when you see a kid's movie and there's a good, like, 15, 20 minutes where there's, like, a problem and the problem kind of takes forever to, like, figure out. And then there's another thing, you know, like, the next, like, half hour, the the rest of the movie figures the problem out and then gets to the happy ending. Yeah. This, it's more of kind of like an ebb and a flow where there's, like, a problem throughout the movie, but it's not, like, prolonged and it went by really fast. It's only, like, an hour and a half, too. Like, it's a super fast movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, once it comes out on DVD or whatever, I'll have to watch it because... You know, I, it, I I will say that I'm not a huge fan of the stuff they're doing. Like I like Mario, but the stuff they're doing now with it feels like almost like it's kind of like beating a dead horse. Like I liked Mario from like regular Mario, Super Mario, Mario 64, even some of like the Switch and all that stuff. And you know, now it's getting to the point where it's like they're making animations, they're you know making all these different games, Mario. Money. Yeah. Money, money. Yeah. There are a ton of bootleg Mario games you can find on Steam. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tons of them. Yeah. I will still say my favorite Mario game of all time was Mario and the Legend of the Seven Stars on Super Nintendo. By far one of the best Mario games they created. I can tell you that my ex-wife's favorite game for Mario was Dr. Mario. Oh, okay. And mine... See, that's tricky. Because, I mean... I mean, you can't go wrong with the classic Super Mario. No, the classic Super Mario, or I think my favorite one, Super Nintendo, was Super Mario All-Stars, because you had All everything. All the All-Stars, yeah. Um, but I also get down with any type of Mario Kart. Mario Kart, yeah. And, I mean, obviously, the N64 version of Mario Party was just... Yeah, Mario Party itself was good. The The Super Mario N64 version was really good, too. And Super Mario Odyssey is great as well. Odyssey, I don't think I played. Which one was that one for? Is that the Switch? It's for the Switch, yeah. 
Okay, yeah. I think my wife played it, but I didn't. Shout out to Colin on this. Your boy, Dashy. Dashy. Dashy played Super Mario Odyssey. Dashy. Hey, Cappy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the one with Cappy. Yes, my wife yeah. did play that yeah, one. Yeah, Cappy, yeah. <laughs> I mean. It... Look at me. Your boy over here murdering. Oh, my God. Who was at that studio? <laughs> Oh man! He right now he's playing Resident Evil, the new oh. remake. That's fun. Oh yeah, but no, like I said, it was um, it was definitely a good movie, and I think you would you would like it. Okay, I'll have to check it out. I sat, I, I was sitting there, and I'm, I will say this though. So I don't know if the movie theater was aware of the fact that it was spring break for kids. So the movie we went to go see was the two o'clock showing. It was like two o five. We got there at one thirty. I figured we have enough time to get inside. Get our popcorn, get our tickets, get in, get our seat, settle in, whatever, we're good to go. They weren't even open at 1.30. I had to wait 10 or 15 minutes for them to open. Then they open, everybody tramples in, we get our tickets, which is, by the way, at the last movie theater all the way down to the right-hand side. <laughs> they hadn't made popcorn yet because they had just opened. So wow. I, had to, I had to go and sit down in my seat, wait 15, 20 minutes, then go back down and go get popcorn. And then the previews didn't start till... Like 2.05 when the movie was supposed to start. I guess technically the movie started at 2.05. Yeah. They always do that. They always put the previews right at the time the movie was supposed to start. 20 freaking minutes of previews. Lord. 20 Jesus. minutes of previews. I saw a preview for the this new movie that the same company that makes all those other ones. Uh, it's called Migrated. It's about ducks. I don't uh-huh. know. I didn't. Whatever. There was the Barbie movie we saw the preview for. We saw a preview movie for... The new Little Mermaid movie. We saw one for Fast and the Furious. We saw one for Trolls. Um, and there was probably like two or three other ones that we saw too. Wow. And I'm just just one after another. And I'm just sitting there going, God, would you just start the fucking movie? <laughs> and we had a full house. It was a pretty packed house of people because kids were off. And the movie had just come out. So people were probably waiting. So That's crazy. Jeez. 20 minutes worth of previews. That's nuts. Good lord! Movie didn't start till <laughs> almost two thirty. Wow! But like I said, it got over by four. It was it was pretty quick. So oh okay. But we had fun. Um, the other fun thing I did while we were on our little abbreviated break was because my kids, as we've talked about before, love themselves some Bluey. If you don't know who Bluey is, Bluey is on Disney Junior, Disney Plus, and on Disney in the mornings. More specifically, on Disney Plus, uh, she is a blue healer dog with her little sister Bingo and her family. Um. Bandit and Chili. It's a show in Australia. It's an amazing show. It uh, It's funny. It's quirky. It teaches a lot of good life lessons and stuff. And if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. If you have kids, let them see it. If your kids have already seen it, well, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Talking to you, Johnny Gargano. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> He'll never hear this, no. but he knows. Um, so a couple weeks ago, there was a Bluey live show in Wallingford at the Oakdale Theater. We went to go see it with the kiddos, me and my mom. It was a good time. The kids liked it a lot. Nice. And it's not so much like people in costumes playing the characters. It was more of like the character was a puppet and the uh, there are people behind it like controlling it with like strings and whatever. Oh, that's cool. Or like, uh, like poles or whatever. So they, they make the movement. So yeah. it doesn't come across as terrifying, I suppose. And yeah. also, you know, you're more invested in watching what the character is doing as opposed to what the person behind the character is doing. Yeah, because they probably do all the voices and the... Well, no, so the voices are already pre-done by the actual cast of the show. 
Oh, so it's like okay. a pre-done story already. So every person in the episode films their own part, and then they just choreograph the show to the voices, and they put it all together. Nice. They're coming back in November. There's a pretty high probability that I'm going back. <laughs> yeah. How many times can you watch Blue without wanting to kill yourself? Actually, that's one of the shows that I can keep watching forever, and I will never want to kill myself. Really? Yeah, because it's just mm-hmm. that good. Oh, wow. Well, congratulations to Bluey for... Um, uh, the, the latest update with my children, though, as far as new TV shows that we're watching, they kind of go back to some of the classic ones. So my son's been fixated on... Um, well, it's not a classic one, but they've been watching a lot of Paw Patrol now because my daughter's friend was big into Paw Patrol because she likes Sky, and now my daughter's like, oh my God, I'm all about Sky. So now <laughs> they have to fucking watch all the Paw Patrol. They have to watch Rubble's new Paw Patrol series that he has. Then my son watches Bubble Guppies, which is an older show, and they also watch Team Umizoomi. Oh, wow. So now there's a goal. I'm like, listen, you got to pick a side. You're either Team Nickelodeon or you're Team Disney. You can't be both. <laughs> One or the other. Oh, yeah. But now it gives them more shit to watch. So, And, of course, they watch their Sesame Street. So now shows that I was trying to get them both into when they were younger that they wanted no part of. I tried to get them in Paw Patrol when they were younger. Didn't want any part of it. Now they want to watch Paw Patrol. What were they into when they were younger? Mickey Mouse. Oh, the Mickey Mouse. Mickey stuff. Mouse. My son's jam was Mickey Mouse. That's all I gave a shit about. Same with my daughter. She wouldn't watch anything else but Mickey Mouse. Wow. She watched Mickey Mouse and she watched Sophia the First. That was it. I will say that is a testament to Disney and how they have cornered the market on the children's shows. and They've done a pretty good job. And yeah. my daughter uh, used to watch, um, or she still kind of does, but not as much. She watched The Backyard Again, which is an older show. I mistakenly gave her the idea of watching the Wonder Pets. Wonder Pets? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I've watched heard that one before. Uh, it's about there's a hamster, there's a turtle, and there's like a bird. Oh, I think I have Wonder heard of Pets, it. Wonder Pets, Wonder Pets. We're on our way to help the baby frog and save the day. We're not too big and we're not too tough, but it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's reciting to... it like it's PTSD. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> when we work together, we've got the right stuff. Yay, Wonder Pets. Oh, jeez. The phone, the phone is ringing. This is who he is. What do we do? A little baby. We got to help her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's an animal. Oh, my God. That's all you heard, huh? That's that's. kill me with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is you can still recite it. That's because, that's because my cousin Nicholas used to watch it uh. when he was little, and I used to get stuck watching that. They watch all kinds of stuff. I'll give them this. There, there are so many children's shows for them to watch now. There's PBS shows they watch. There's Nickelodeon shows they watch. And there's Disney shows they watch. Mm. They watch... Um, that's I you. That's me. Willamantic. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'll be right back. Oh, he's leaving. He's leaving the studio. We're almost done, too. All right, well, I, he's left me at the helm, folks, so um, I, I wish we had, like, questions that I could answer <laughs> or, or something. I feel like Garth in Wayne's World. I'm, I'm having a good time. N- not. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, no. Um, we, you know, just want to say again, thank you for taking the time to listen to us. I mean, I know we're a couple of New England boys who are some goofballs and... If you've come from 
other podcasts or wherever and or someone recommended us or you heard about us and you just took a you know a listen or two we appreciate it are you good yeah all my blood work came back normal oh thank god i'm not dying thank god i'm not dying wicked pissa wicked pissa yeah so glad still i'm still alive i'm still standing better than (laughs) i ever did hey by the way i think i'm gonna negate everybody else out of this conversation I think you and I need to come up with a uh, a a team song that we kind of rally around for the Bruins for the playoffs this year. Like a like choose one out of the playlist you put sort of thing or um yeah I mean I mean I like I don't even know. Well, I think it's got to be shipping up to Boston. That's that's too obvious. Ah, uh, okay. That's 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 too obvious. I mean, dirty water. That's too obvious. Um. I mean, like a bouse. No, <laughs> I mean Eddie. Eddie can make uh, make jokes and rip on me, but I'm, I'm Elton John's. I'm still standing. I mean, I mean it makes sense for the playoffs. You're still standing through the rest of the run. It doesn't necessarily have to work though. Um, I I mean I don't know if you guys know the song, but it's called "Winning It All" by the Outfield, and I'll play it for you after the show. I think I've heard of it. It's that's a pretty good one. Um. Was that the one you put on your playlist late last night? No, it's been on there for a little while. Oh, okay. Never um Started from the bottom. Started from the bottom. Apparently I'm gonna play some Guns and Roses. Welcome to the jungle. I played two seconds. Welcome We're good. To the jungle. Shut up. We're good. Sorry. I didn't mean to bump into that. Or you could do Toto's Africa. Uh I mean there's there's a lot of good songs. There are. A lot of good choices. There are. There are. Um so we'll we'll figure it out. We'll come up with one. Yeah. But um, as I was telling the nation while you were um, away for a moment, we just appreciate anybody who's come from different podcasts or or just heard from us through some source, and we appreciate any followers or listens or likes that we get. Yeah, we definitely. Don't get, we don't get a lot right now, so we're grateful for anything that comes our way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just we're just trying to have fun. Eventually, try to make this our career someday. But just a couple of New England boys just want to just want to let you into our world. Just let yeah, just come on in. <laughs> you know, we'll leave the front door open. <laughs> if I knew you were coming, I'd have baked a cake. <laughs> Did you ever hear that song? No, I'll play that song for you before I go. Oh, okay, that's a very nineteen probably twenties or thirties song. Oh really? Oh yeah. Oh geez. Absolutely. With the big <laughs> band. Oh yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, you're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. Um, but um. That's really all we have for the week for the show this week. We'll have obviously an NHL breakdown next week, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, we'll probably do some more games as uh, long as I don't die on anybody. <laughs> yeah. By yeah. the way, I just want to let everybody know I'm fine. I don't know what happened. <laughs> a apparently a very rare anomaly happened to me. Yeah. That you laughed so hard you passed out, which was. I know what I'll say. This I would have rather passed out for ten seconds and laughed so hard that I shit myself. <laughs> yeah that is true like if you were sitting here and you shat yourself i would have been like dude what's that smell i never i'll never live it down but <laughs> open you know, a window Ugh. and and the fact that if i'm like what you said i had perfect balance where like i was i slumped back in my chair my head was up into Look, up you were the, looking ceiling, at the ceiling yeah and then like five or ten seconds go by and you're just like hello are you good and i just go 
rest in peace. And you're just like, <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, I think and I, I listened to that episode back again, and it's like it's so funny because it's like you hear you snore and then moan. So you go, and then you go, and I was like, that's what that's what had me triggered to like, are you okay? Like that's and if you had just laughed and then just kind of went like, oh yeah, no, that was funny, and lifted your head back up, I would have been like, okay. But when you started like snoring, I was like, whoa, like. And then I just popped down and I just was like, hey, buddy, what's good? And you were just like, what the fuck just happened? Did you just have an exorcism? <laughs> yeah, I was I was a little nervous at first. I'm like, I'm not, I have to call 911 on you today. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Kev, by a round of applause, how do you feel? I'm okay. okay. <laughs> Man, he's not clapping. <laughs> Uh, that on that note, um, we're the Wiki Case Podcast, Cool Kyle and Rev Kev, uh, streaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Deezer, and wherever you can get all major podcasts, as well as YouTube. Nine times out of ten, most episodes come out Sunday at noon on either YouTube or on any of the podcast um, platforms. Uh, our phone number seven seven four seven six four nine zero seven four. If uh, you know Megan, <laughs> Emily. Uh, Ashley, Stacy, Rachel, Kara, <laughs> whatever. Just I'm just throwing names out yeah, here. Just go ahead and throw a name out there. It's okay. Victoria. Oh, Victoria. Yeah. Chelsea. Just choosing all the names. Man. Maddie. Just throwing out names here. Just throwing out names. Ashley. Did I say Ashley? You said, or you I'll already s- said Ashley. I'll, I'll double down on Ashley. Oh, good lord! <laughs> Killing me, man. <laughs> Why are these all people that you know in your personal life? No. <laughs> not at all. Good, good. Good. I will date each and every one of them. No. Yeah, good luck with that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, no. 774-764-9074. Give us a ring. Yeah. Give us a holler. Tell us how we're doing. Uh tell us how one of our wicked drafts went. Uh critique us. Give us something that you should that you want us to talk about. Maybe call us and tell us that we're a bunch of stupid fucking idiots and we should stop trying to follow our dream and we'll, we'll play it on the air. Yeah, we, we will. Won't. Anything you send in, we will 100% play on the air. Unless As, it's an actual death threat? Unless it's a death threat or it's something that is... Racist. Uh, racist or something that probably shouldn't be you know, played on the air. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're just saying, hey, you stupid, you too stupid. Hey, listen here, boys. you two dumb son of a bitches. I got... Brought in from Billy's podcast to listen to you two dumb fucks about, oh, look at us, we're the Wicked Case podcast. And and I listened to it, and if it isn't the biggest piece of monkey shit I ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> I don't know why I use a southern accent with it, I just thought it would be a good idea. <laughs> hey, you know what, uh, if you want to call and, and do that, then, you know, we'll we'll play it. Terribly sorry to tell you this. Uh, I tried to give you a show a right proper go, and I just got all sixes and sevens about it. And I just was like, what are these two on about? I just don't understand it at all. Gave me gave me a right a right quip is what I did. I'm very cross on myself for listening to you guys. I'm very cross. That was British. Uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, before I continue with the rest of these um, show information that we always do, I have more of um, what is it? The say what's that I want to do? Yeah, I want to do. Um, I want to go from timelines or time zone or not time zones like time periods. Yeah, and I want to bring out like British slang. Canadian slang, and maybe some other slang. I don't know. Okay. I mean, you know, that can be something we can explore. Expand over time, yes. Okay. Like the Big Bang. Email. 
thewickedks at gmail.com. Get it? The Wicked K's <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, website, www.thewickedks.com. Socials, Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter yeah. at The Wicked KS. And of course, $3 a month for that lucky individual who wants to be Patreon subscriber number one. Patreon.com forward slash WikiKS. $3 a month to get a bunch of crazy shit that we'll release that we haven't released yet. That's true. Me and Kyle going through the one chip challenge. Me more so than Kyle. Kyle eating the chip for like 30 seconds and then spitting it out because of how hot it was and then suffering the ill effects of it still. As yep. opposed to my stupid ass who put the whole fucking chip in his mouth and then didn't realize there was no dairy available. So I suffered greatly. And That's tough. Ran around the house going, "Oh fucking hot! It's fucking hot! Oh my god, it's fucking hot!" Yeah, uh, like I was telling you before, watching the uh, the uh, the the party doing mm-hmm. the thing. Chugs did the uh, the um, the death nut. death nut. Oh, I felt so bad for him, but he wanted to do it. That was the thing. Oh. He wanted to do it. You can watch Kyle scarf down or potentially look to scarf down an eighteen-inch corn dog that we got from the Big E last year. Yeah, and um, there's a good chance we're going back. We were going to go back anyway this year but there's a specific band that's coming that i'm pretty excited about we're not going to tell you who it is but and i think this year i i I have mentioned it before but i think this year we're going to try to not just go to the fairs but be a part of the fairs i would like to get a tent and set up our um our equipment and do some do some live podcasting you know do you think that we'd be able to do that just for a day I, I don't know if they have specific, like, you have to do maybe, like, a couple a day, like a weekend pass or something. If they or... do a weekend pass, that's fine. I'm in. I can yeah. tell you this. With the current job I have now, I'm not going to be there much longer. So I'll probably be available for weekends because I'd like to be available for weekends. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I mean, it won't be till you know, most affairs come up in September or later. So, so. we'll talk about it off air, but what specifically would we, we what would we do? Would we just sit there and... What I'd really like to do is do on-the-spot interviews, you know? Like, maybe, like... People wondering what our podcast about. Have them come sit down. I'm gonna probably buy a couple more mics. You know, <laughs> some girl comes over. Hey, what's your name? Emily. Oh, perfect. You'd be perfect for the show. <laughs> Have you yeah. met Kev? Just be a part of the community because that's how we're gonna get our word out. Think about the thousands of people that go daily to these events. You know, like hand. Like, we'll have a whole bunch of cards printed out. Maybe some T-shirts. We'll do like a couple giveaways. Ooh. You know, like really, really promote it hard. You know, we'll, we'll spend a little money, but you know, in the long run, I think it'll be great for getting more listeners because well, not uh, so many people go to these fairs. A lot of listeners wouldn't mind after they meet us. Maybe get a T-shirt. Maybe you get a you know a business card. Bring it home with them. You know, maybe they'll start listening. Uh, maybe get some more people. Uh, I know that uh, I know that we got some listeners because I I check the demographics every day. Um, past couple of episodes got above ten listeners, so we're we're on a good roll. We're we're in double digits right now. <laughs> so I'm 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 thankful for that. I'm thankful for everybody listening out there. We appreciate you. We do. We do. On that note, we got a blast. Got a blast. Like As, Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy Neutron would say yes. <laughs> Nicely done. I didn't know if you would get the reference. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was a Jimmy Neutron fan. So was I. <laughs> Though, don't, besides that saying, don't ask me to quote anything else, because I, I don't remember. Leaping leptons. Oh, I do remember that, yeah. <laughs> think. Think. Yeah, yeah, and then he would go inside his brain and all the neurons and shit. Eureka! <laughs> oh, yeah. Good stuff. All Wholesome right. family entertainment. That is true. Thanks for listening. 
Peace and love as always. Let's get wicked. Don't make it wicked sound pisser. Don't make it sound so weird, you dummy. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't do that to me. I can't believe you done this. Wow. Thanks for listening. Peace. Wicked pisser. Love. Nation.